Dear hearers of the Word made flesh, grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God our Father and from our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Please be seated. I'd like to know if any of you have ever lost a child. Have you ever lost track of a son or a daughter? Do you remember the fears that took hold of you? Do you remember the, the panic and the raising heartbeat? That's scary for a parent. Did that ever happen to you? Happened to me. It was actually at the Shawano County Fair, a little west of Green Bay. And one minute we're all together in the livestock barn, and then next minute we're not. A little person was gone, mysteriously vanished. Although the truth is, we took our eyes off of him. We tried to play it cool for a little while. You know how that goes. We looked around and we called out. And after a few minutes, the panic set in. That was scary. And I bet many of you have experienced something very similar. Well, it's interesting to consider that Joseph and Mary, they knew that fear too. It happened to them. They were returning home after the Passover festival and realized that their 12-year-old son wasn't with them. How scary that must have been. And then add in the fact that angels and shepherds and wise men had already told them what they knew to be true, that this young guy that they had, this son of theirs, was also the son of God. And that the salvation of the whole world was rising, riding on this child. That's a big responsibility they had to take care of him. Mary and Joseph, they spent three days searching for Jesus. That means that they had three days to think about all that had been said about him. The angel Gabriel had told Mary, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son. He'll be called holy and the son of God. The angel had told Joseph that this child was sent to save the people, the whole world, from their sins. The shepherds and the wise men and Simeon and Anna in the temple had all confirmed this message. So you can only imagine what they felt like when they lost this child. To get back to my story, I had maybe three minutes searching for a child. It felt like longer. You know how that goes. But Mary and Joseph, they had three days to think about all this. After three long minutes, I found mine sitting on top of a tractor from the local John Deere dealer at the fair. But Mary and Joseph, they found their little guy sitting in the temple with the teachers listening to them and asking them questions. Son, why have you treated us in this way? But our Lord, he gives them a gentle rebuke and reminds them and reminds us of his mission. 
Jesus says, why were you looking for me? Didn't you know that I must be in my father's house, in the temple? Interesting response for a 12-year-old. But it all makes perfect sense if you consider our Old Testament text for today. Because it's all about the temple. Think about it. Twelve months after the temple was constructed, the Ark of the Covenant was brought to the temple in Jerusalem. The city of David. How interesting. That was a big event. The glory of the Lord filled the temple. Solomon dedicated the temple and prayed a long and beautiful prayer. And yet it all looked forward to the day when God himself would tabernacle among us, being found in flesh and blood among us. After the temple was built 1,000 years before, Solomon waited till the 12th month to bring the Ark of the Covenant to the temple for a dedication. So how interesting that now at 12 years of age, the glory of the Lord returns to the temple in a far, far greater way. In the boy Jesus. And so already at 12, Jesus is teaching Mary and Joseph and teaching the whole world that the temple... That meeting place between God and man is now moving to Jesus Christ himself, to the temple of his flesh and blood. You see, when his parents find him there in the temple, he tells his mother and father that he's about his father's business. That is to say, he's not just a carpenter's son, but also God's son. He's to be found in the temple amid the Passover lambs and the blood and the altars and the sacrifices and the incense. Remember, after all, they were there in the first place to celebrate the Passover festival, the event where God would deliver his people by the blood of the Passover lamb. The Passover was commanded to remember the great work God had done rescuing his people from slavery in Egypt, and then to anticipate and look forward to the greater exodus to come, when God would send his own son to deliver us from the bondage of sin and death and the devil and bring to us eternal life for all who would believe. You see, Jesus would grow from a boy to a man to do just that. John the Baptist would say of him, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. And that's just what he did for you in your baptism and by his cross. He was your lamb and your scapegoat and your temple all rolled into one. He took your guilt and he paid for it too. And like the Passover lamb, he was sacrificed on the cross. He was roasted in the Father's wrath and then triumphed over all by his glorious resurrection three days later. So consider it. For three days, Jesus' parents, they searched for him. And on the third day, they found him. And their sadness turned to joy. 
When Jesus died, his disciples, they were troubled too. They were unbelieving and filled with fear. But three days later, their sadness turned to joy as they found him just where he said they would, alive and resurrected from the grave. Jesus had said to all, destroy this temple, and in three days I will raise it up. It's scary to lose a child. It's also scary to lose Christ, to feel all alone, not knowing where God is to be found. And yet about this, there should be no mystery, because God is present just where he's promised to be, in the temple of his church, where two or three are gathered in his name, doing the very things that he has given us to do, like hearing his word and like receiving his sacraments, and in response, serving one another in sacrificial love. So where do we find Jesus today? How can we keep our eyes on him and never lose him in our hearts? Well, the same words that he spoke to his mother, he speaks to you, his church. Did you not know that I must be in my father's house, doing my father's business, rescuing you and bestowing upon you my holy life and blood that cleanses you from all sin? that makes you acceptable to the Father in heaven. Dear friends, this holy season of Christmastide, let none of us lose the Christ child. If you are struggling in your life, if you feel yourself lost, if you feel distant and removed from the love of God, Jesus says, look no further. Look to me. I'm there in the waters of your baptism, standing right beside you even now. I'm there in the words of absolution from the pulpit and from the font. And I'm raining from the altar in my risen flesh and blood. Come to my temple. Come to me and know me better. Let your sadness turn to joy in my presence. And remember that you too are temples of the Holy Spirit and that I dwell within you. In the name of Jesus, amen. May the peace of God which surpasses all understanding keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.